your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Muskoka Drawdown. Welcome to Muskoka Drawdown. I'm your host, Frank Dion. I'm here on behalf of Climate Action Muskoka. Check out the Climate Action Muskoka website and sign up for the amazing free weekly newsletter. Try out the carbon calculator and create your personal action plan to reduce your carbon footprint. My guest today is Jack Gibbons. Uh, He's the chair of the Clean Air Alliance based in Toronto. Uh, he is a former Toronto Hydro Commissioner. Uh, welcome, Jack. Thank you, Frank. Glad to be here. Yeah, I, I understand that the goal of um, of a Clear, Clear, Clean Air Alliance is to move Ontario to a 100% um, renewable electricity grid. Is that possible? Is that, a, is that uh, how far-fetched is that idea? Well, it's absolutely possible. Uh, by it, and the, the good news is that the the renewable options and energy efficiency are now our lowest cost options to keep our lights on. Energy efficiency, wind and solar energy are now much lower cost than, than gas-fired power plants or nuclear power plants. So actually, if we start investing in these cleaner and renewable options, we can move to a 100% renewable grid and we can also uh, lower our electricity bills. That, that's that's amazing, Jack. Um, give us a little background here, because I, I remember like a, a, about 10 or 20 years ago, we were still producing electricity with coal in Ontario, and one in four children had asthma, and then there was a big uh, movement, and we succeeded in getting off coal. Is that not correct? Well, absolutely. The Ontario... Uh, Clean Air Alliance was established in 1997 with the goal of uh, moving Ontario off uh, a dirty coal-fired electricity. And, you know, back, you know, about 20 years ago or more, uh, coal provided Ontario with 25% of its electricity supply. Uh, But the good news is that we we phased out all of our five dirty coal-fired power plants, uh, and we now have, uh, we don't have coal anymore as a source of our, our electricity. So we've done the first step to clean up our electricity grid. The next step is to uh, to phase out the gas-fired power plants and move Ontario to a zero-carbon electricity grid. And then after that, we need to replace our high-cost nuclear power plants with with renewables, which can keep our lights on at a much lower cost than, than building new nuclear power plants. Yeah, so how, how um, unique is Ontario in the electricity world uh, and jurisdictions in the rest of the world? I, I understand um, we are quite unique in that we do not use fossil fuels right now, except for the peaker plants for gas. Are, are we leading the pack in the world toward a green grid or are we uh, laggards? Well, in terms of the coal phase out, we were leaders 
Ontario was the first jurisdiction in the world to phase out dirty coal fired electricity uh, to achieve public health and, and environmental goals. Uh, and as a result, we had a uh, we had a virtually zero carbon electricity grid uh, by 2017. In 2017, we only got uh, 4% of our electricity from fossil fuels. But unfortunately, since Doug Ford became Premier, we've been ramping up our use of, of, of gas uh, to keep our lights on. And, and under Doug Ford's plan, uh, we're, we're going to move to a, a future where gas provides us with more than uh, 25% of our electricity generation. So yeah. unfortunately, now we're moving backwards. And and so we, we've got to stop that. We've got to, instead of ramping up our, our the output of our gas plants, and instead of building new gas-fired power plants, we've got to invest in energy efficiency and wind and solar and, uh, and, and buy uh, water power from the province of Quebec. Yeah, when you look at the statistics planet-wide, um, consumption of natural gas is 4 trillion cubic meters per year, and it's actually going up every year. People were saying a few years ago that natural gas is a transition fuel, um, but it sounds like you're no longer saying a transition fuel. It's we got to get off natural gas as well. Well, absolutely. A, a gas was a transition fuel. It helped us um, phase out the dirty coal-fired power plants. Uh, but, you know, it, it's time to end that gas transition, and it's, t it's time now to start uh, phasing out the gas-fired power plants. Uh, you know, when uh, Premier McGuinty became, when Dalton McGuinty became Premier, uh, he was committed to a coal phase-out, and he, he contracted for gas plants to to help phase out coal, and he gave them 20-year contracts. Well, those 20-year contracts are now expiring, and so now we should be uh, moving away from gas and moving to cleaner options like wind and solar and energy. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think the main topic of our conversation today is getting towards uh, replacing um, gas and propane and furnace oil with heat pumps. But before we start that, haven't we been using heat pumps for like 80 years? Like, doesn't every fridge, is not every refrigerator a heat pump? Well, well absolutely. You know, refrigerators basically have heat pump technology, as do air conditioners. But now we're 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 talking about using heat pumps uh, for for heating our homes yes. and some, some our water. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, when people say, what's a heat pump? You say, well, your fridge is a heat pump. So what if we if you put your fridge uh, with the door facing outside the house and the, and the, the compressor inside your house, that's basically what uh, air source heat pump would be like, is it not? Well, yeah, it, it's sort of it, it's it's a refrigerator in reverse. It, it, it its purpose is to to warm your home. Uh, whereas in, with a refrigerator, it's to to cool your uh, to cool your, your your food. Yeah, but it's and basically the same technology, but it's going in reverse to uh, to to heat your home. Okay, so, now now explain to me and to our listeners what it, what is actually a heat pump? Is it? It seems to have some kind of multiple efficiency that most people don't understand. Well, yeah. So what a heat pump does it it, it 
it it it moves air. It it brings warm air from outside uh, to uh, to heat your home. And, and the magic is that even when it's cold outside, these heat pumps can still extract warmth from that that cold air and bring that warmth into your home and heat your home. And and heat pumps, you know, they're powered by electricity, but they're pumps that transfer heat from outside to, to inside your home. And if it's an air source heat pump, it can have an energy efficiency of, of, of 300%. If it's a ground source heat pump, it can have an energy efficiency of 400% or more. And because heat pumps are so energy efficient, uh, there are lower cost options to heat your home than 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 a gas furnace, and also uh, they they also are, have much lower greenhouse gas pollution uh, than than a gas furnace. So they're good for the environment and they're good for your pocketbook. So now explain one more time. Um, used to be when you started hearing about heat pumps like 10, 20 years ago, you had to drill a well or you had to have a pond and you ran the pipes into the pond or down a, down a hole like 100 feet or 200 feet deep hole. And that was what a heat pump was because it was taking ground. It was called a ground source heat pump. But when did air source heat pumps come along or have they always been with us? Well, yeah, air source heat pumps have been with us for a long time, as of ground source heat pumps. But what's important to know that, you know, in the last 10 years, there's been huge improvements in the technology of, of air source heat pumps. And so there are now what we call cold climate air source heat pumps. And these are heat pumps that can keep a home in Huntsville warm throughout the winter. So, so this improvement in the in the in the heat pump air source heat pump technology. Yeah, that's what a lot of people when you mention heat pumps, they say, oh yeah, they're great, but if it gets below like five degrees or zero degrees, they don't work anymore. But you're saying there's a fairly new technology that it works even when it's cold. So you don't have to do it. You don't need to be in a, a really warm climate for a heat pump to work. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, that's great. Um, actually, we have to take a quick break here, Jack. And uh, so stay on the line and we'll be back in about in a couple of minutes uh, and we'll talk more specifically about what's happening in Huntsville right now, which is uh, rather interesting, I think. Thank you. Right. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Muskoka Drawdown. Welcome back to Muskoka Drawdown. I'm here because of Climate Action Muskoka, and we're speaking with Jack Gibbons, who's the chair of the Clean Air Alliance. And uh, Jack, there's something going on. There's a, a resolution coming up to City Council about a new development in uh, in Huntsville area um, at Hidden Valley. Can you tell us a little bit about that resolution? Well, yes. Uh, Enbridge Gas wants to expand their... Um, their gas uh, uh, pipeline system to Hidden Valley to hook up about 110 homes in, in Hidden Valley uh, to fossil gas. Uh, but that's not a that's not a good option. That's not a good option for people who live in Hidden Valley, because if they and if they and they can get much larger bill savings by installing a, a cold climate air source heat pump in their homes. 
that can provide them with much bigger bill savings than, than, than hooking up uh, to Enbridge's uh, fossil gas system. For example, for a typical uh, a typical home in 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 Hidden Valley, if they install an air source heat pump, that will give them lifetime savings of that are about twenty of twenty thousand dollars. So if they if they install the heat pump instead of a gas furnace, then their then their bills then their energy cost savings will be twenty thousand dollars greater over 15 years. So so people should be uh, in, installing heat pumps in Hidden Valley because they'll give them a bigger a bigger energy savings. But, you know, Enbridge is not um, going to tell customers, per, prospective gas customers, about this great heat pump technology that can give them bigger bill savings. So the, the, the Muskoka Climate Action Group is going to ask uh, a Huntsville uh, council um, to inform the residents, to inform the residents of Hidden Valley that they actually have a better solution, that that um, electric uh, cold climate uh, air source heat pumps can provide them w- with bigger bill reductions. So if so, if enough people decide to go with the uh, air source heat pump, then there will be not there won't be a financial case to build this pipeline in the first place. Is that not the case? Well, absolutely. If people don't, if people don't, if that, if 110 customers don't sign up for this, uh, for, uh, for this pipeline, uh, then it won't be economic for, for Enbridge to uh, proceed with it. It won't make a, it won't be profitable for Enbridge. Yeah. So, so- can you tell us a little bit about the Canada Greener Homes Grant? Because I think that really gives you a big rebate towards installing a, a cold uh, cold climate air source heat pump. Well, yes, absolutely. So so the federal government is providing financial incentives for homeowners to install uh, cold climate uh, heat pumps. And they're giving a, a, a financial incentive of $5,000 towards the cost of the heat pump. And they're also providing uh, zero interest loans. So you can get a $5,000 grant uh, uh, and you can also get a a zero interest loan up to $40,000, which you can pay back over 10 years uh, to pay for the cost of the heat pump. Wow, that that's really that's amazing. I really hope people in Hidden, Hidden Valley take uh, to decide to go this route with the heat pump, and so we can avoid building this gas pipeline. But it, it strikes me that there's still a lot of rural people all over Canada still using propane, still using furnace oil, still using baseboard heaters. Is is our heat pumps that much more efficient than a baseboard electric heater? Oh, absolutely. A, a baseboard electric heater has an energy efficiency of 100%, but a, a, but a, a, a cold climate air source heat pump has an energy efficiency of 300%. So if you're on electric baseboards, you can save a lot of money by installing a, 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 a heat pump. And also, again, if you're on propane or oil, you can save a lot of money by installing a heat pump. And the the federal government is giving these uh, financial incentives of five thousand dollars to anyone um, to install a heat pump, and they're also providing these zero interest loans to install a heat pump. So everyone can afford to do it, and everyone can enjoy uh, 
the very large financial savings that you experience when you I- I- install a heat pump. So if you have a, an air source heat pump hooked into your house, then you don't need air conditioning, separate air conditioning system. It's both in one, is it not? Well, absolutely. That's the great thing. The heat pump can can heat your home in the winter and it can cool your home in, in the summer. So it's a great technology. You know, yeah. it makes no sense anymore to buy a, a central air conditioning system because if you want cooling, you should be buying the, the heat pump, which can provide you with the, the cooling, and it can also lower your heating bill. I was talking with uh, one resident of Muskoka who has already done this, and she explained to me something I had no clue about. I still have a gas furnace in our house. I live downtown Huntsville, and um, the furnace clicks on, and then the, blow, the blower comes on and makes a lot of noise, and then after a while it turns off again, and then you have quiet for a while, and then it goes on. And she said that a heat pump is basically, it runs all the time at a very low, quiet level, so you wouldn't have this in this noisy clicking on and off, and, and the, the, the curtains go flying and the <laughs> every time the furnace turns on, so it sounds like it's a very superior system. It's Sounds revolutionary. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's it's a new technology, and it's much better than fossil gas. Wow. Okay. Um, as I as I mentioned, I have a, a natural gas um, system in my house, and it's actually quite a new furnace. Is it even cost effective for me to to sort of put in a, a, a an air source heat pump right inside my existing furnace now? Or is it still, does that make sense economically for me? Well, you know, every house is different. Uh, every situation is different. It, 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 when, you, when you need to, to get a new gas furnace, it, it, when your old gas furnace breaks down, it absolutely makes um, a better sense to, to install a heat pump. If you've already installed a gas furnace recently, well, well it will depend. You'd have to get an HVAC dealer to look at it. You know, but one option is if you have an existing gas furnace, you you could also um, in, in install a, a a conventional heat pump, which has got a lower upfront cost than the than a than a cold climate heat pump, and then you heat your home by a combination of of gas and yeah. and the heat pump. So there's many options to look at. Okay, but Jack, this is this is actually shocking to me and to lots of other people. I had no idea that we are so close to me, to being able to get our homes off of off of fossil fuels. The the imperative of climate change is so 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 immediate that um, it sounds like the technology has come of age and it's ready for implementation. And there's really no reason anyone in any new new build or any every renovation should automatically go to a, a cold air air source heat pump. I, I really appreciate you coming on our show today. Oh, well, my pleasure. Okay, Jack, thanks a lot. And let's keep up the good work. I went to the country to escape the noise and lights. And I laid there in the pine cones all night. I woke in the morning and all the trees were gone. I got this sinking feeling. Everything felt wrong. There were strip malls and dollar stores and diesel and 